It's not worth winning if you can't win Hello, hello, hello. What is up, everybody? This is the Cake Eaters Podcast. My name is Brandon, a.k.a. America's favorite box shower. And I've got my very special co-host here with me. He is born and bred on the mean streets of Iowa. Heath, how are you? Brandon, I just, number one, I don't appreciate you starting this podcast off that way like you you woke up this it's morning gonna be shows violence for the That's three what you did for the three people that like regularly listen to the podcast it's gonna be a great callback though they're gonna fucking love it okay and for those people <laughs> let me just let me just clear the air on this whole heath iowa nebraska conspiracy theory that you have thrown out into the the world with con- reckless abandon it's not a conspiracy theory you were you said it yourself you were in fact born in iowa okay this is a 100 identical match to leslie nope leslie yeah. nope front like just is a pawnee yeah. person through and through but her parents you know, didn't trust the pawnee hospital so they ran over to eagleton so technically she was born in eagleton mm-hmm. but she grew up in pawnee her whole life that's me brandon ask me brandon ask me if i've ever once had a physical address in iowa ask me <laughs> have you no no. The answer is no. I have not. Would have been Brandon. would have been a great plot twist if you said yes. It would have been so good. <laughs> Real fucking M Night Shyamalan. But no, I have What's not up? ever once. But I was. I like. I like that you bring born up, in Iowa. I like that you bring up the Leslie No comparison because she solved that issue in a way that I think you need to solve this issue. Okay. Where Nebraska needs to absorb Iowa. <laughs> Just how a hostile how, takeover. How, how Pawnee and Eagleton merged. Yeah. And then you had old Eagleton. That's what you need to do. You need to, you, Nebra- Iowa and Nebraska need to become one. That, that's the only way to solve this issue. It's the only way. Hard pass. <laughs> They're on their own. They can, they can deal with their own shit. All right. Anyway, Spe- speaking of good, we- good, good West, good old fashioned middle America, Midwest. Let's, let's dig into this movie. One of my all time favorites. Today's episode, we're going over the the 1993 classic starring none other than Polly Shore, but also Lane Smith, a.k.a. Coach Riley, and that is Son-in-Law. All right, all right, all right, Brandon. I I cannot fucking wait. I was waiting for him to break that out. Oh, he never did, though. I was, too. I was kind of hoping for it. I thought that would be a really fun wrinkle. This came out a year after the Ducks, so he he has already portrayed Coach Riley. So this would have been, you know. Great callback if he would have broken in. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's a he's a professional, you know, so he's gonna really invest in each role. And that's true. He, he doesn't he, he he doesn't strike me as like a, a an improv guy, an ad libber. He's not he's not going off script. He's he's, no. by, he's by the book. Yeah, he's a true professional. That Lane Smith a, a was thespian. Yeah, one hundred percent. The definition of one one might say, but he absolutely <laughs> delivered. On none other than the uh, the one of the main characters, the main character's dad. Yep, Walter Warner. 
Walter Warner Jr. Jr. That's true. Yep. Walter Warner Jr. Because you also have Walter Warner Sr. played by Mason Adams. I, I want to talk about this cast since we're, we're already going through this here. Yeah. This cast is star-studded to say the least. It has... These people have no business being in this terrible of a movie. Okay. Whoa, 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 <laughs> whoa, Brandon. I don't know if you saw on um, just for the listeners out there, this is not on any streaming services. I just out of the goodness of my heart uh, purchased this bad boy on Amazon, where at that time it had a five star rating. Did you see that? I didn't. I didn't see that. I have IMDb up here, though, and it has a 5.9 out of 10. So. Um, not not looking the, the hottest right there. Well, go to go to Amazon Prime. Rotten Tomatoes, twenty one percent. Oh, that's that's not very good. But Rotten Tomatoes on Ho- doesn't know on what Hoopla it has a four point one out of five though. I don't know what the fuck See, Hoopla that's, is. There you go. That's that's where it deserves to live. It's uh it's a <laughs> little gem out there. Well, do you I would say do you twenty? Do... I would say twenty one percent is solid. Um, where's the right. Amazon? So yeah, right. a, well, Amazon the product, um, the product, the DVD product on Amazon has four point eight out of five stars. But I'm assuming, boom, I'm assuming that those ratings are about how timely the shipping was and how it came in a perfect, and how great know. of an experience it was <laughs> watching this movie with their families, like it was for me. This is not a family family friendly movie, Brandon. The the amount of awkward sexual conversations that the family members have with each other is unbelievable. (laughs) It is unreal. I just but but back to back to the cast. Back Back to to the the cast. Do you want to do favorite Polly? Do you want to end the cast discussion with favorite Polly Shore movie? Because there's only five to choose from. We can we can start in that conversation right now. It's Biodome, and that's it. It's the only watchable movie of his. Only watchable. Okay, so for the listeners out no there that are familiar Shore. with Polly oh, okay. Shore, Biodome, yes, correct, is his number one movie. Number two behind that is probably Son-in-Law. Uh, number three, easy number three, almost number two is In the Army Now. Number four, Encino Man, which might surprise some listeners because that is one of his best, but ah. They're almost all tied. Those four. They're just, they're so great. They're all just they're in not, this exact same row. Jury duty is though. fine, but it's not on the level of the rest of these. Polly Shore should never be your leading man. If we're if we're leading off with Polly Shore, we that's we've already we've already made the mistake. Brandon, do you know what that tells me? You're just not wheezing any juice right now. <laughs> but Paul, no offense to Polly Shore. He's I think he is a great comedic actor in a supporting role he should not be your lead man though ever oh him as lead man in these in these four to five movies if you count jury duty just an absolute gold in the 90s young the, the, the seven absolute... to ten year old he thought this was the funniest fucking shit in yeah. the entire planet. that makes so much sense yeah. but the, so, the poly shore in the 90s is just the definition of nepotism <laughs> The Why? absolute definition of nepotism. You know his Who's parents. His dad? You, you know who his parents are, right? Mitzi, no. Sh- Mitzi Shore and Sam Shore. I think is his dad's name, Sammy Shore. They owned and operated the the comedy club in L.A. That uh-huh. was they they his they're like legends in the comedy uh, the comedy circle, especially on the West Coast. They they oh. they're they're responsible for for breaking out so many stars like 
like Chris Rock, I believe, uh, started there. There's just so they, but so that that's that's where Polly those, those are Polly Shore's parents. Oh, and so right. he's he's a spoiled rotten comedy kid essentially. Okay, well just, he's, these movies were still great. All right, so <laughs> Polly Shore, those were his movies in order. Let's keep going through this cast because it it really is fucking awesome. Uh, who yes. do you want to talk about next? Do you want to talk I, about I, the kid from Sandlot? Yes, Patrick Rennick. I was the big green. The big green. Did you ever watch? Oh, I haven't yeah, watched yeah. that in forever. I need oh, to. Dude. It's on Disney Plus. I know. Um, it's on my list, actually. Yeah. But yeah, Patrick Rinna, uh, for every yeah, everybody will know him from Sandlot, Ham, yep. Ham Porter. The mm. big Bambino, right? No, Is that ha- Hambino, because his name's Ham. Hambino. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, see, I haven't watched Sandlot in forever, too. We could do that one, right? Isn't Jesse yeah. in Sandlot? And Luis, Jesse and Luis. Luis. Oh, dude, we got it. Maybe we'll wait till after D2 to do that one since Luis is in it and stars in it. Um, But yeah, yeah. So Patrick Rena, he's from from Big Green as well, as you mentioned. Um, Fantastic. He fucking kills it in this in this movie. He's the best part of this movie between him rummaging through his own sister's panty drawer Uh, and then migrating over to the door. The door mates. (laughs) One of my favorite lines is he's. They just drop her off at the dorm room and he's going through her suitcase and pulls out like the, the tidy whities, the grainy panties. He's and like, he goes, cotton. he goes, cotton white, we're a real thrill seeker over here. <laughs> <laughs> and then he then he wanders over to her doormates and starts going through her shit. Yeah, he pulls out real, her bra. Real, real fucking pervert, dude. Yeah. And all, all of this while he's wearing a shirt. Did you see the shirt he was wearing when they first get to LA? No. It says, seduce me, please. <laughs> this kid's like 12 years old, 11 years old. My favorite is that he somehow got a, prescri- a subscription to Playboy, too. Yeah, I'm not the, did you I catch mean, that? Yeah, I mean you could you could do that real easily back. Then. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. I did I did not have those kind of means in the in the 90s. But yeah, he was absolutely. Well, that's true. That's true. You, you needed you needed at, you, you needed to have some you know a, a steady allowance or some kind of money making opportunity. But yeah, I there were kids that I grew up with who had like weird ass subscriptions. One what kid I uh, grew up with had like a penthouse subscription. How? I don't fucking know. He was a real weirdo, though. Real thrifty and in, in the wrong kind of way. And real, then, real thrill seeker, that guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah re- probably cooking meth these days. <laughs> probably. Uh, um, but well, yeah, yeah Pat, we'll, Pat, Patrick we'll talk about some of his dude. one-liners in so here good. because, like, we got to move quickly because I have so many highlights of this movie, Brandon. Like, literally, the first hour of it is considered a highlight for me. <laughs> But anyway, so so the, the, the other the other people in this cast, so the 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 main actress, I mean, okay, the main great. actress, Carla uh Gugino, Gugino. I'm I butchered that last name, but uh everybody, I don't know about everybody, I know her from the did you ever watch the haunting um stuff on Netflix, like the haunting of Hill House, the haunting of Blind Manor? Oh no, the haunting of Hill House is fantastic TV. Is it a scary so- TV show though? I mean, you'll probably get you'll probably be real scared of it, but it's not like a scary. Uh, see, I can't I can't take like, that kind of. Yeah, but it's it's yeah, it like it's not like scary. It's not like a horror thing or anything, but it, there, there's like ghosts and shit, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I already have crazy enough stress dreams. Did yeah. I tell you the it's other? So, it's the, so good, though, dude. It's so good. 
the other day I was delivering a training during the end of the world and like meteors were crashing down. It was just, you know, stress dreams, man. I can't watch scary stuff because then it bleeds into like work stress dreams okay. and then it gets maybe not for crazy. you, but every everybody else, check out Haunting Everyone the Hill House. Yeah. Um fantastic. Oh. And she and she plays she plays the, the mom in that and fucking crushes it. Okay. Crushes it. And then she she's in so many other she's a I just well pulled it up. famous actress. Yeah, yeah. Watchmen, Watchmen, American Gangster, American that Gangster. Denzel piece, dude. Denzel yeah. is just wonderful. Yeah. San Andreas, she plays yep. the, San the, uh, the mom to the rock in that mm-hmm. one. So yeah, she was okay. in uh yeah. well she's in a ton of shit. Gerald's game, the the new Gerald's game that came out a couple years ago. Um yeah, yeah, yeah she's she's all over the place. Fantastic actress. Way better than this movie. <laughs> then, then you have Patrick Renner, we already talked about. You have Cindy Pickett, who plays her mom. Fantastic actress. Oh, I, what um, is she in? I wasn't familiar, as familiar with her. I mean, she, she, she's a little older uh, actress, yeah. so I don't know how, how familiar you would be with her some of her stuff. Yeah. But she's uh, she's in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She plays his, uh, his mom, I believe. Okay. okay. In yeah. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. She didn't do a great job. Um, she was in Sleepwalkers. Did you ever watch that? That's no. a that's a weird ass fucking movie, dude. Oh, jeez. I was I was so much more bold with like scary movies and stuff when I was younger, and then I got older and life was so stressful that, that I didn't need to stress myself out while watching TV. That one's not scary, I, I would say, but it's like um, it's it's about um a couple that like. They like shape. They're like shapeshifters or something. They're like shapeshifting the cats, um, and then they like they're like doing evil stuff on the side or whatever. But that movie's there's a there's a real weird creepy twist in it um, that I won't spoil for anybody. But if you're right. into if you're into not great, really out there bizarro movies, that go check that out. Well, we haven't even talked about the to think most what important person on the I, cast I, yet. I'm gonna get to I'm gonna get to her. Okay. Um, we got a couple more though, because we have uh Dan Gothier, who, who plays Travis. Who's uh, did you ever watch Teen Witch? He's no. the, he, oh, he's the boy from Teen Witch, fucking crushes it. He also, uh, I don't know if you're a Friends fan at all, but no, he also play, I fucking um, hate Friends. Actually. Well, he plays he plays Chip Matthews, Rachel's I'm, uh, Rachel's prom date that uh stands her up and goes and sleeps with somebody else on prom night. Nice, okay, that's very high school, but yeah, yeah. I just I, I, I have controversial opinions on some certain movies and TV shows where I just don't like them, but then I mm-hmm. like like really bad cheesy movies like this so yeah. you know my, my my movie opinion taste you can take or leave <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so, i'll so call that, myself out on that but yeah so that, all right who else out, do we got on the cast after travis we got who i think you, you're talking about is uh good old tiffany amber Thiessen, otherwise oh! known as kelly kapowski yes who From is saved by the bell yeah. my first love yeah. ever brandon uh, ev- my first love everybody's first love everybody was oh my kelly kapowski God. kelly kapowski have you ever have you wa- gone back and watched saved by the bell recently at all no i i was never in to saved by the bell i just it never it never hooked me the only reason i ever like really watched it was for the eye candy you know? Yeah, I loved Saved by the Bell because it was on after school all the time growing up. So I and like on the weekends, right? Like mm-hmm. Saturday mornings, you would get it. Uh, but I think I'm just I think I'm a little too young. I think I missed it. Yeah, um, it was like five, five years younger than you. I think I missed yeah. the, the Saved by the Bell wave. 
Yeah. Oh man. It was, it was so good. But like, if you go back and watch it now, like Zach Morris is a real piece of shit. Like <laughs> I idolized Zach. I thought he was the coolest dude ever. And we both had blonde hair. So I was like, yeah, dude, I want to be Zach Morris. And then I went back and rewatched it. I was like, this kid fucking sucks, dude. Like he's a real piece of shit. I felt bad for Mr. Belding some of the time. Like one of the times uh, like, he just manipulates everyone. There's like a whole funny or die thing about it. But, um, I shouldn't say that to you. Is that like, what it was? I was I was trying to think. There's yeah, there was something Zach about Morris how... is a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that? Uh, yeah. What would you say it was? It was funny or die. Funny or die. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, why you actually can't go back and rewatch Saved by the Bell is that it's out of order. No oh, matter yeah, where yeah. you go, the episodes are out of order, and so it'll be like classroom and then like that those like beach season remember when they did mm -hmm. like the beach stuff and yeah. they'll like go back and forth between the classroom and the beach and there's no episode continuity out there it's just uh -huh. all jumbled and it drives me so insane i've never gone back and watched it i leave it on for the dogs sometimes like when i <laughs> when i go when when kelly and i go downtown yeah just you know throw a little say bye about the bell on but anyways Kelly Kapowski mm -hmm. crushed it there. She does a great job in this movie too. It's just my love for Kelly mm -hmm. Kapowski knows no bounds. I it's I I honestly think it's why I ended up with Kelly. <laughs> just just in it for the name. Just in, in it for the name. <laughs> That's it. We don't even like each other. <laughs> but, but all right. That's oh, that but, is a star studded cast, and yeah, I've got nothing but endless favorite parts of this movie. Brandon, do you want to start digging into those? It's fantastic. Before we start digging into favorite parts, yeah. though, I want you to speak to um, going back to your 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 Iowa uh, background here. Um, okay, I have <laughs> I just said, Brandon, I've never lived in Iowa. All right, keep going. But God, but damn. you are. You are very familiar with the small town aspect. You're very familiar, especially th this specific small town region, because they're yes. in South. They're in South Dakota, Lincoln High School. I don't think they ever mentioned what city they're in, but South no. Dakota. Yeah. So you, you the, the, this farm life, you are you are well well versed in. Can you speak to how authentic of a of a representation this is? Okay, so there's a few things that I need to call out for this because, like. This is pretty small. Like I would say mm -hmm. this is probably town of like 800 to a thousand people tops. They look like in, in the, in the middle of America. Cause like, so where I'm from Wayne, Nebraska is Northeast Nebraska. It looked like a, I, I would like, it looked like a graduating class of like 80. I want to yeah. say. Well, I, I don't even think it was that. It looked a little smaller than that. I'll see if they can. I'm trying. I was trying to like do like remember it and do the math in my head, but I think it looked like a graduating class, like 35, 40. and there wasn't very Maybe. many kids in that in that crowd. And that's like that is what I pictured. It's just a little bit smaller than where I'm from. So I'm from a town of five fifty six hundred people in the middle of nowhere this actually like the farm region where they showed all the corn is probably really close to where i'm from because it's like what is that south east south dakota um and so it it looked the farm when they like drove in on the truck through those country roads yeah. looked like 
where we used to do what we call gravel travel when you would put beer in the car with you and you'd go drive the country roads mm-hmm. like you drive past farms like that all over the place um so yeah this was spot on <laughs> to farm country and like some of it was a little dramatized because like you don't always have a lot of barn dances but like I actually you know what I take that back because I <laughs> used to I used to bartend for polka dances in Randolph yeah, there, there was like a dance hall in Randolph and I would go after I would work for the city and then I'd go ref games after that summer league games and then I would go to the 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 big uh, dance hall in Randolph Nebraska and I would bartend polka nights and I uh, got a lot of quarter tips Brandon at 25 cent don't put it all in one place actually oh my god speaking of the randolph dance hall one time there was a biker rally there and it was that biker rally had it concluded with what i consider the worst wet t-shirt contest of all time it, it was, was it oh worse, my god was I it cannot, worse than the mud wrestling I, in this movie oh my god oh it was so much worse honestly oh my i forgot that happened oh my god yeah it was like a real fucking like biker rally with like small town northeast nebraskans and people were just fucking housed all day drinking uh 75 (laughs) cent but but heavies and oh my god that was god maybe they were like a dollar 50 i can't remember speaking of hometown stuff though do you see uh, some of the beers they were drinking uh in son-in-law on the beach Pounding no. some, pounding some Rocky Mountain water, dude. Coors oh, Light, some Coors Lights. Oh, jeez, yeah. that's fine. And then he, and then he, he keeps saying he constantly says "chill" all the time. That's that's their their uh, their slogan, their catchphrase. Oh my god! But yeah, this, so this <laughs> this is pretty authentic when he went when he went there, and even some of it, like well, not all the farm stuff was super close, right? Like I actually have it in my notes that Big Mike would point out some of the the stuff on the farm that was incorrect when they were going through it you're like ah yeah that's that that's not happening uh you know that's, yeah. that's not well the, on, the, I've, got, I've got it in here the the scene they have where they treat it where he's like feeding the grain or whatever yeah they, they treat it like he finally figured out what he's doing zero of that grain lands where it should that's drove big Mike nuts. Like, oh, geez, what a waste. That's yeah. a big old bag of feed that he just, you know, dumped it all at the end. Didn't even get any in the fucking trough. Yeah. <laughs> Real stickler. Also, the driving of the combine really just and be like, oh, yeah. you know, like you're not jumping in a combine like that and driving it around where you can write your name. And it just, it, you know, that's. <laughs> It's a big mistake if you're crap, big dumbass like that is crashing that combine. But you know what would get him when he would, uh, when Theo would catch him with the, oh, that first gear is a little tricky. And and the tractor jumped up and drove oh, yeah. through the fence. Oh, man, Big Mike loved some of that. Really <laughs> cracked him up. Some of that part. Because he was a farmhand, yeah, right? Like, yeah. like, so my dad grew up in Laurel, Nebraska, which is spot on for this. Okay. Where it's just like all farms they don't even have a grocery store i don't think there. like you gotta they have to drive to wayne to go to get groceries that's where my that's where grandpa norb and grandma tizzy were from okay the the big city big they'd come to the big city of wayne america (laughs) but uh but yeah he he got a big mike as a former farmhand and growing up as a farmer his whole life would he he got a big kick out of this he would like 
turn like orphaned baby raccoons into pets all the time and stuff. Just, oh yeah, yeah. It's a I get it. I get a lot of it from from Big <laughs> I blame him. <laughs> so does my mother. <laughs> <laughs> all right so do, should we talk about so, so, so another thing but before we, before we switch away from small town Polly shore multiple times throughout this movie mentions that how inbred everybody is from the from the small town farms how, in just, south dakota uh, can you can you speak is, to that okay so this is like on a, I, I, say say I, I took a random sampling of 10 10 people how many of those are inbred seven all right, Brandon, like I'm going to chalk that this is the annoying shit that people <laughs> ask. Like when you first, this is like, See, this is why Polly this Shore. movie was so fucking authentic. Cause that yeah. reaction, those reactions are legitimate. Like when I he walks started, up to multiple people and calls them inbreeders, <laughs> that's, uh, that's uh, when he gets his rustic wear is also one of my highlights, but no, you get those stupid fucking questions like that all the time. When mm-hmm. you move out for the first time, people are like, Oh, did you have running water? It's not the fucking 1930s. Like, yes, we had, I grew up in the city. I didn't learn how to drive a tractor until I started working for the city when I was like 18, you know, like it just, ah, that's, 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 that's the same right up there with the fucking, do you have running water? Or did you, do you drive your tractor to work or, oh, do you, (laughs) do do you drive horses to and from where you go? Like, no. God, it's just like the internet hit when I was like 12. <laughs> like, yes, it is like going back in time every once in a while. You were there. You know that. Like, it's just that it feels like you're going back in time because it's just, you know, it's a slice of Americana. And yeah. sign me up for it with a health, healthy uh, topping of homemade ice cream. Yeah, the, the pie and ice cream social. Down oh, at the, dude, down don't at the get barn. me fired up about dude, pie and ice cream social. That was a fun barn dance, The barn dance, dude, you play boot scoot and boogie, and I'm fucking there no matter where it is. I'm in. That's, I mean, the, growing that's up in a small thing I town. To touch the soundtrack for this was, was pretty spot on. You had boot scoot and boogie. It was good. You had, uh, was it the, the John Denver... Uh, I'm a country boy or country. Yeah, well, or that's another one of my highlights. The mm-hmm. combine scene when he's yeah. singing when he thinks it's a video game and then he starts singing, Thank God I'm a country boy, and he yeah. writes writes crawl in the yeah. in the and then they there's a bunch of they, they play at the um the barn scene, they play uh or not the barn scene at the bachelor party, they play a bunch of Travis Tritt songs, nice. and then um Rebecca has a bunch of Travis Tritt posters in her room, which is, you know, nice. love a good, love a good Travis Tritt song. Uh, I just, all right. So can we go back through my highlights? So yeah, we can touch. Are, on you, your done, now, are now, you done pissing me off about small town America? Yeah. We can, <laughs> I knew we can, you did that just to get me worked up. But yeah. it, it really does. Like, or like, you know what I would get to, I would get, um, Oh, Mr. Corn, you eating some corn? You're from Nebraska, you eating your corn? It's like corn, corn fed, man. That's how yeah, I like my football players. Corn fed. Corn, corn huskers, but that's a that's it, people. And like, you know, I now granted corn corn fed wanna, shooting up steroids, Heath. I don't want to like the good old days. Is that shooting up steroids? Although, like well, I'm specifically talking about the, friends, the Nebraska corn huskers. The, the, no, the, dude, the, they the, were the not mid, shooting up steroids. Don't fucking Dr. Bro. Tom Osborne, don't, Bro. don't fucking um, Bro. don't at me. Don't I, at Brandon. Bro. Let's get back to son-in-law because we're about to really fight. If you're gonna at Dr. I, Tom Osborne, Bro. yes, 
there were some situations where players may or may not have dragged people up or down the stairs by their hair. Yes, that happened at Lawrence Phillips. But, you know, don't, I've, don't talk. I've read extensively about that period of Nebraska, it's, college football and Nebraska specifically. The fingers in the ears. I have no idea what you're talking about, Brandon. I'm not, Do I'm not put I'm not this. saying it diminishes it at all. I, I, so I am one of the people where I, if you gave me the option, I would, I would un- ban steroids in every sport let them fucking do it i don't give a shit <laughs> i don't fucking care people just end up killing each other because they got too too strong um but that's why that's why i want that's why i want to watch sports i want to see people do shit that normal people can't do you know what normal people can't do steroids well they could but it would be a nightmare but i don't know i would love to watch normal people do olympic sports now well i mean you want to watch one just so you could get you watch what what's the what's the i forget where I there's, saw there's a where, meme about yeah, it yeah it's like could let, you, let one guy one normal guy go through just so we know how good they are could That's, you could you imagine me going through some of those olympic sports <laughs> i was i've been watching i'm not good like, i've been watching all the two feet i am not good dude, on shit like, i've been watching because i love the winter olympics i yeah. I, I don't i don't care for summer olympics i don't need to do that in my life but winter olympics i, love, I just love winter sports in general That's fine. so i've been watching uh all like the ski like the high jumps uh and like the the freaking i don't even know what they're called but the ski shit where they jump off the 60 foot whatever yeah and they're you know flying like a squirrel for 700 feet i love love that shit but i always turn to i always uh turn to my roommate uh danny and i'm always like i could fucking do that dude (laughs) i've I've been skiing a grand total of like 20 times in my entire life i could fucking do that i could do that I the the one time you just you just the, stand, the first you just, go, last, you just go go down the hill. That's what I always tell Danny. It's like you just go down the hill, dude. That's all you do. Dude, I <laughs> first and last time I went skiing, I was struggling with the green bunny hills, and I was taking some hits, and I was just like, "Oh yeah, I'm the world's worst skier, but I could fucking but, do it." Anyways, all right, could, let's get back to Stun and Law, Brandon. Let's talk about some fucking highlights um so they do also do a really great job i thought of the family's reaction when they landed at the college and how they were all fighting <laughs> after two straight days on the road and like yeah. well, oh they, that was all four of them drove out out to la in that that tiny little truck that would be the fucking worst dude. And, and maybe i also related to this movie so much because it was kind of our, our family dynamic too right like big mike mama d Heidi as the older sister, and then me yeah. as the snarky little brother. As a, as a little pervert going through everybody's candy Well, oh, I wasn't a little pervert, but like, you know, I was a snarky little, it, it, I was nice, but like, you know, I had my moments. <laughs> had, a, had a real rough temper. Yeah. No, one thing I want to talk about is her. So uh, it, it's attached to her house, but she has that weird little like lighthouse tower shit. What the coolest fuck was, fucking room what the, ever. Yeah, what the fuck was that? It was just probably an addition. A That's lot amazing, of, dude. A lot of old, old farmhouses and stuff yeah. have to do things like, like that, right? Because they need to just make the most out of their space. And so, yeah. like, they'll just do, like, a nice little add-on. And yeah. that, that, was was the, that was the coolest fucking thing coolest ever. Coolest room ever. I agree. Probably get a little cold in the winter. You'd have well, to get a little space heater out there. Well, you could tell she didn't like sleep in it. That was just like a it was like a playroom for her or whatever. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I it wasn't her bedroom. That was her, oh, it wasn't. That's no, okay. no. Yeah, it was just like a, it was like a cool. it was like a it was like a, what I first thought it was was like a tree house, but then I realized it was like a yeah. But yeah, it was like a playroom. It wasn't a um a bedroom. Yeah. 
All right. Can we talk well, that, about? That, yeah. Well, but speak that would get super cold. And then they kept they kept talking about sleeping in the barn in the middle of November in South Dakota. What the know. fuck are we doing, dude? I know that we can just call that out really quick. The they just you can't shoot a movie in South small town, South Dakota in November, because everyone's going to be in coveralls and like, like probably not even stocking hats, like the full face masks. I'm going to call bullshit on that because you know, what movie filmed in the middle of winter in Minneapolis, Mighty Mighty Ducks. Ducks. Yeah. But like they were all bundled up and stuff. They would have been like Joshua Jackson went on record about how terrible it was shooting in the snow. Well, and like they they wouldn't have been able to do like all the farm tasks and stuff like they would have been like a much different version of like doing all that stuff. So So why why put it? it. Why put it in? Why put it during Thanksgiving then? Well, because they needed a reason for her to. I mean, they should have came back for break or spring Spring break. break. Oh, yeah, yeah. Would it, but that would have made a lot more sense for her to come back at spring break with mm-hmm. all those changes to like happen over time, not just like two months. Yeah. You know, but you know, that's neither here nor there, Brandon. Don't, yeah. don't. So, but when they arrived that first moment when he's like, oh, let me go grab a screwdriver. And we first get introduced <laughs> to Polly Shore's character yeah. and he comes swinging down. He's like, oh, I need a screwdriver. And he's like, oh, sorry, I'm all out of vodka. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my name's Crawl. Don't leave me hanging. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Like, then- I am a carnivore and I smell fresh meat. Some of the stuff in this Dude, dorm is there's so many lines inappropriate. He has like three or four different lines where he's talking about um where he's talking about new women, right? He undiscovered ca- country. Undiscovered country. Yeah. Uh, fr- fresh meat. There was yeah. one other thing he says about one of them. Uh I don't know. And then he always talks about their cones. Yeah. Oh, I love that too. That's I feel like that was like super 90s to like not call things what they were. You would have like clever clever you know, things that were that would just sounded so much grosser than just actually saying the word. <laughs> like when he calls everybody when he calls girls nuggets. Oh, man, I just, baby fresh nugs. That 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 was the other one where it was uh oh, baby, baby fresh, baby fresh nugs. nugs. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> It's that whole college scene so was gross. real dicey. <laughs> so Wait, gross. did you, his his costume at the Halloween party is the Chiquita Banana Lady? Fantastic, absolute goal. I really fucking need to like do that as my <laughs> Halloween costume one year because uh, and then, that was so good. When and he then, co- the Steven Tyler PJs. Uh, Steven Tyler like PJs. <laughs> Steven Tyler. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I absolutely love that too. But my favorite part of the Halloween. Besides, like, you know, it moves the plot line along. But when we see um, the dude from Encino Man, we see Link there from Encino Man. And he tries to snack on the frog. Brendan Frazier. Yeah, that. so that was – so I forgot – when talking about the cast, I forgot to talk about some of the extras or, like, the people that are in the background that aren't main characters. You had Brendan Frazier. Yeah. Reprising Link. Yeah. Awesome. You had Flea from the Red Hot Chili Peppers as a yes, tattoo artist. Flea, that's it. Oh, that's it. I that was coming up. Is it right after he she starts to mingle? Yeah. And I love that Polly Shore thinks that Flea is the weirdest fucking thing he's yeah. ever seen. 
Did you like what he said about tattoos too? My mom yeah. would jump on said, that. Be like, dude, the ink sets into his skin and it fucks up his brain waves. And my mom would be like, Did you hear that? Did you hear that? Hey, Michael, I mean, that's why you don't get tattoos. Now, who, who needs a pop? That's fantastic. Oh, little Mama then, D for the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, oh, Adam Goldberg. Um, that was the 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 other like weird uh, cameo that I noticed. He he plays the it was is he plays one of the college kids. It's during the holiday party. Mm. I think he's the the one that's incredibly offensively dressed as an Indian. Mm. That like she's like walking down the hall in her normal clothes, and he runs up to her and he's like, "Oh, oh I know yeah. what you are. You're the laundry wench from the Midwest or some shit like that." Yeah, yeah. The he's uh, the the one of the nerd kids from Days and Confused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's a, 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 yeah, Adam Goldberg. He's in a bunch of shit. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's uh, that's. But yeah, the so Halloween party is going. She's she's ready to go home, Brandon. But this is where, and then Polly Shore's like, "No, you got to mingle." And so they yeah. do a whole '90s Venice Beach. I was just down at Venice Beach last summer. It's not bad. It's not. I mean, it's it's fun. nowhere. I mean, Venice Beach in the '90s was like awesome. prima prima. Yeah. Now it's it's, it's it's in it's in rough shape now. It's yeah. not, I mean there's certain pockets that are still like real nice, but otherwise it's just like tourist trap. Yep, surrounded by homeless people. Yeah, that's that's basically what it is yeah, yeah. right now. That's but like oh, and then the butterfly tattoo with flea, right? Like that's yeah. that was mm-hmm. the not super nineties, but then uh, yeah, and so she's she's mingling the mud wrestling scene with brawling bunny thumper. That was the just the weird, Bonnie, that, was, that was them mingling. She sets crawl up to he takes her out in LA to mingle and he takes her to mud wrestling. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> that makes, well, that makes what's, perfect what's sense. What's more LA than mud wrestling, bro? Oh man. Oh, and then, they're, then they're they're on the beach and uh oh, are they talking about the cones? Yeah. <laughs> She's and like, his cones are bigger than mine. Yeah, that's when they're drinking uh Coors Light. Uh, and his only he sees the he sees the girl uh, in the bikini and he's like, I'm going to marry her. Give me, give me, give me or something like that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. It's he has fucking binoculars on the beach yeah. to check people out. <laughs> Just unreal. Uh, I also love that his mom is a pit boss in Las Vegas. That's like a perfect background oh, yeah. For, yeah. for crawl. Um, so then since since he can't go back to Vegas for Thanksgiving. My other part, favorite part is when they land on the tarmac and small, I'm assuming they flew into like Sioux Falls. It's, it's, or maybe Vermilion, uh, if, just because it was really, really small. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and since they had to meet him on the tarmac and um, she comes they, out. They, in they filmed a, it. It's, it was filmed at Wasco, uh, Wasco Airport or whatever, which is a, it, it's a tiny like you can see the sign in the background they didn't do oh, a very right. good job of editing that out but it's a, it's a tiny town in california oh nice but anyways yeah she comes back and that outfit she is wearing is every midwestern mother's nightmare when <laughs> they send someone off to college in california i just that was like when that happened and i was like oh and that happens all the time where like you know people go out to college in the yeah. big town and then they come back for christmas and you're like whoa city sure hit that one didn't yeah. it <laughs> you stayed you stayed in town 
uh yeah for college right yeah well i went to fremont which was like an hour away tops and that okay. didn't really count just for a couple of years and it just got too expensive and so i was like fuck it i'm gonna go go back to wayne america yeah. school's easy got wayne some academic College, scholarships baby. yeah go wildcats yeah. Oh, go Wildcats. You know, if you honestly, if you need a nice state school that is not going to like challenge you super hard. <laughs> if you want to, if you want a real easy way through college, I got, I got the school for you. Uh, Wayne state is, will accommodate that for you. Yeah. I, I don't know how That's I made how- it through, but I graduated with academic honors and there I don't go. remember school. mostly. Yeah, and that's how my I went to the Metropolitan State University of Denver, so nice. I know exactly what you're talking about. Just, yeah, you know. love love that. Just yeah. state go, schools, man. If go you don't know runners. what the fuck you're doing with your life, just go to a state school. It's, yeah, it'll save it, you in it, the long run. I paid my student loans off without a ton of trouble. Yeah, that's what that Lane Smith was telling that to uh, to Rebecca too. Yep, he There's tried like, telling yeah. us just go to state. What's, what's wrong? What's wrong with state, bro? That's that's what you I know was what, Lane, saying. You know what, Lane? Nothing's wrong with state. No, she should have stayed home and stayed. She got. She could have been a. She could have been a goddamn jackrabbit. Dude. Wait, you know State. what we? You know what we didn't talk about yet that we need to, which is the my favorite wrinkle for Lane Smith is how he kept getting Crawl's name wrong. Oh, kept calling him a crotch, crotch, crap, <laughs> cram. <laughs> Just yeah. like every version of Crawl. I got a. <laughs> I got a real kick out of that. But then when um when she comes out and she howls at him, she's like, "Ooh, family, what's up, buddies? Check out my." weasel wear so that's uh, every that's a, midwestern mother's <laughs> nightmare right there brandon that's all i could think of <laughs> i love that she called it weasel wear because there's with with all of these movies that paulie shore is in even ones that he's in after this that not like the five that you mentioned so paulie shore, like a real nickname for paulie shore is the weasel the weasel and that gets worked in to every fucking movie he's yeah. in the yeah. the weasel somebody calls him a weasel or they you know i it's, it's so weird how I, it's just I, oh i love i absolutely love it and then when paul like uh when paulie shore comes out and the first thing he does is start pinching tra- uh, Zach's pu- puffy, puffy cheeks, cheeks dude <laughs> he calls them puffy cheeks all the time oh chill uh, puffy cheeks chill what about old mick walter had a farm and on <laughs> that farm he had a son with squishy puffy cheeks <laughs> just, oh man that's some good shit uh and then um he introduces himself to Walter on the tarmac. It's like, remember me? Right after you left, I popped your daughter's trunk. <laughs> oh man, the fucking stones there. And then one of my favorite parts too, but this is another part that Big Mike always had to call out is when they're driving back from the airport and he crushes that a rendition of green acres and he's like uh, yeah, yeah. south dakota north dakota east dakota west dakota green acres is a place to be but they are flying down a gravel road one rogue pothole and Polly shore is fucking dead not to like, mention it's the middle of november in south dakota <laughs> and he's out there with no coat on I think we can all just surmise that like they fucked up the whole timing piece and it's, yeah. it's summer in South Dakota. <laughs> <laughs> they just, that should have been either spring break or summer break. Yeah. Just, but instead we get it as an all time classic Thanksgiving movie. It's not, it's not an all time, 
all-time classic Thanksgiving movie. Oh, wait. wait, my my other last favorite part of, it's the final kind of part of his intro is when he has uh, one of them hold the camera and he's like, middle America, <laughs> ripping the fields, getting barrel, pipeline. Oh, oh, yeah. oh my God. And then he freaks out over the chickens. Chicken. So you guys got chickens? Are they... Extra crispy or original recipe? (laughs) See, you are just backing me up with how fucking hilarious this movie is. And then he's like, (laughs) it's, there's, there's some hilarious parts in it, but it's like, it's, it's one of those things in the nineties that they did so much where they found, especially with all like the SNL people and everything where they found one joke that worked or one like bit that worked. And then they made it into a 90 minute movie. And it's, it doesn't need to be a 90 minute movie guys. Night at the Roxbury ladies, man, keep it to a five minute sketch. We're good. Whatever the, whatever the one with Will Ferrell and that other, the superstar. Yeah. Yeah. All those movies. Oh man. But that's, but this is where we get introduced to him munching on some grindage. And I love the first interaction between him and Zach in the room where he's like, spectacular quarters, me matey. <laughs> and Zach is instantly just like, we got one rule. Yeah. Don't touch anything. Yeah. Oh, man. I I love it. And yeah. when they become best friends after he's like, you're just a you're just a hacker disguised as an idiot. <laughs> Zach had some great one-liners and like his size oh, for Rebecca. He's like, go home, Rebecca. Yeah. Oh man, this is great stuff. Patrick, um, Patrick, went, yeah, him and uh, Pauly Shore, that dynamic was the best part of the movie for sure. Uh, and then when he goes and gets the rustic wear and we're reintroduced to Tiffany Amber Thiessen and he's doing the assless chaps and he doesn't have any pants on you, under him. Did you catch what he called him? He has a nickname for him, the assless oh, chaps. I forget, I forget what he called him. I wrote it down. Cheek huggers? No, a whole close cheek chillers. Cheek, yes, that's it. Cheek <laughs> chillers. Oh man, that's when he pulled. They pull up to the store, and he's like, "Inbreeders." Yeah. <laughs> and did you catch the lady pull her daughter away? And she's like, "Get away from them!" And she's like, yeah. "I'm mingling." <laughs> <laughs> oh, like I said, every fucking Midwest mother's nightmare is oh, yeah. bringing a guy home like that. Oh man. Oh, it's so good. All right, and then. They go to the dinner and crawl is in the fucking most insane cowboy outfit ever. Yeah. And like everyone on the family is trying not to not to laugh. And her fucking poor dad is like traumatized. Yeah. Um, well, they're they're at the was, country club. Yeah. They're at at the dinner, country. Yeah. yeah. So it's like every, everybody in town is there. Oh, real people down home cooking people. <laughs> <laughs> And then you get fucking Travis. Right? Dude, Travis is a fucking piece of shit, dickhead, townie. You know, With like his fucking dude. his public proposals. We've talked about this oh before my. about We've how much talked I hate to public proposals. Same, same. You're just like if you ask someone to marry you in public, I hope they fucking say no. Yeah, that's a private moment, and don't yeah. put that that kind of pressure on someone to start yeah, the relationship, dude. Yeah, that well, that's that's my biggest issue is the the pressure. Like it's it's one thing, and again, again we've talked about this before. So this is rehashing, but yeah, no, nobody listened to that episode, right? Yeah, nobody. Let's, <laughs> let's talk percentages. 
50% of all divorces began with a pressure-filled public proposal. But like mark it down. Yeah. But the public proposal is it's 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 fine if you have talked about it before. But to spring a public proposal on your partner is the worst thing you can do. Let's also talk about I would the fact I would that- I would rather you cheat on me than spring a public proposal on me. Freshman in college, <laughs> long distance. Oh yeah, well yeah. I mean, the that's, long distance, long distance. We that's that, trouble. I have that written. It's like one of the first notes I wrote, though. It's like, dude, long distance never works, bro. And I, so I love, especially that- especially because they, they they like planned it out. They were like three months. I'll come back, and then when I cut co- when I graduate, I'll come back, and then we'll get married, and everything will be good. That's way too long of a plan. What, yeah. What's what's the never rule works? What's the rule? You can't never make plans longer than you that are farther away than you've been together. Right. That's the rule. Sure. Like if, you, if that's if a good rule, if you've been dating for two months, you can only plan in advance two months. Yeah. I don't know how long they were dating. Probably, probably four years at least. Right. They seem like, you know, yeah, going they way seem back. Like- yeah. But but as we find out, he's been fucking banging Tracy for God knows how long. Yeah. The whole time. You know, yeah. so I don't know why he's well, the whole, the whole time down. She, the whole time she's gone for sure. Yeah. Um. It's no, they implied it even like their they, okay. graduation. Okay. Seemed like they were canoodling a little bit, but and also he didn't even kneel in his proposal. Supposed to be salt no. of the earth Midwesterner didn't even kneel. What a fucking piece of work Travis yeah. was. Well, he did in, in, in Travis's defense, he did try to first propose. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. If this oh, is yeah. In the difference. barn. He After he stepped in, in the huge yeah. cow pie. Oh, and it just ate up his whole shoe. That's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> oh, man. But so he did great. try. He did try a non-public proposal first. And she faked a, a, a fucking uh, a dizzy oh. attack or whatever. Yeah. And I my favorite <laughs> is that crawl jumps up and is like, sorry, you're too late. I, I love that. That's his go to is now we're we're already engaged. <laughs> <laughs> and so all of this leads to some uh, more of our favorite moments that I, we've already kind of discussed a little bit, but to, you know, so her dad is super pissed that crawl propose proposed and corners him. It's like, how are you going to support my fucking daughter? <laughs> and he's like, I'll be a farmer join the family <laughs> business. And so he puts him through his paces and to kick off crawls farming is one of my favorite scenes. Again, Theo takes him to the manure pile and crawl goes, he just throws him in there. Mm, steamy like a jacuzzi. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. just like the fake spit. Oh my God. That cracked me up. <laughs> just, Theo just shoves him right in the manure yeah. pile. Um, Dude, and like they have pigs too. Pigs fucking stink. And like yeah. pig farmers, like it's hard for them to get that smell off their clothes. Like they have a they have a lingering kind of you know musk, and it's fucking pig farm. And it's it's un- unfortunate if you grow up farming pig. Not to not to besmirch pig farmers, great hardworking people, but you just you know they kind of stink. Yeah, you know, it's not their fault. Pigs stink. Anyways. Yeah. So, same with same with cow farmers though. Like uh, the 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 small town like up north from where I grew up, Loveland. Um, yeah, well, that area, but specifically Greeley. Greeley and I, I Greeley's not really. Oh, that's a, right. Greeley's not a small town anymore because they they've expanded the university there, so they're 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 growing. But that place is like uh, that's where are all the like the the cattle farmers in Colorado? Not all of them, but yeah. the huge chunk of that town is cattle farmers and you can like you you get within you know well, then, 10, 10 miles of it and you can fucking smell it 
Yeah, the you get the uh, the wrong wrong wind on a swift like that's it when when they're spreading manure on the mm-hmm. fields like in the spring and stuff. Um, you get the you get a stiff breeze coming from there and the whole fucking town stinks for the morning. It sucks, but you know that happens sometimes. But you know what else stinks is chicken plants. There's a chicken plant uh, by uh, Wakefield, yeah. another really small town um tyson chicken plants he just uh, i don't know why i still fucking eat chicken i know what they do to chickens in those plants and it's yeah it's unsettling yeah especially especially tyson tyson's a yeah it's rough yeah tyson and what's what's the other terrible one purdue right purdue purdue Purdue. i only know tyson you know i think Purdue. it was right there had to drive through wakefield and smell it all the time but anyways (laughs) all right so we can we already talked a lot about like his, oh. the oh we for the wait, the one part of the him being a farmhand that we haven't talked about yet is when he goes to milk the cow and he oh, yeah, yeah. that was another scene that big mike would just lose his mind but first he would correct him and be like listen he's sitting behind the cow when you milk it oh that is asking for trouble brandon that's how you get kicked in the head and you fucking die like yeah legit like that was oh man that's a brain dead moment even by the casting you cannot milk a cow from behind there you're asking for some real fucking trouble dude like that's yeah. getting kicked in the head by a cow it'll kill you oh absolutely absolutely but it still cracked me up when he pulls on the other don't, don't pull on that one when zach comes back to teach him how to do it and he's like don't pull on that one that's the wrong button <laughs> Oh yeah. man, this is just this. Is, that's why I love this movie so much, right? Because it reminds me of watching this with my dad and him cor- like correcting all the farm shit. <laughs> oh man, that was that was the one last thing that I had to mention about the farming was when he. Oh, and then he's like, and he comes in for lunch. He's like, mm, "Down home cooking. Yeah. Don't worry, you guys. <laughs> Going to get my farm going on soon." But anyways, all right. The combine scene once again. Very oh. Billy Ray Cyrus, eat your heart out. That was yeah. another great line from the yeah. combine scene. So uh, when he comes in for lunch after the first day, after he's been just fucking put through the ringer, right? And yeah. uh Lane Smith is expecting him to quit and throw in the towel. And yeah, he uh Paulie Shore has a good line. He goes, he goes, Oh no, I'm getting back out there. I'm gonna do this. I'm I I he's like, I love farming. I just, I haven't found my groove yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, and then um we have to let's let's transition to the barn dance and just right uh, the before barn. the barn dance when he like dude the with the with the, her mom the scene dude. with her mom this is like i was talking about there's so much odd sexual conversation he he walks in on her in the bathroom and yeah. he tells her i'm sorry i thought you were rebecca you gave me a semi yeah it gave me a semi semi yeah <laughs> and did, you, did you did you hear what her response to that was no Oh, thank you. That oh, was yeah, her fucking yeah. response. Yeah. What? That is not why. That should not be your response. What a compliment. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, so we'll just kind of skip. Uh, skip. That was right insane, text. dude. That um, was in fucking scene. That and then I, I loved when that. So they're at, not to skip ahead a little bit, but after the barn dance, when. Uh, when Lane Smith and uh, Cindy Pickett are, uh, you know, they're getting their, they got the groove back, whatever. Yeah. 
and then gets to their bedroom and he's pushing the two beds together because yes. they have two separate beds. Loved it. Fucking yeah, loved that it. was oh man, that was so good. <laughs> <laughs> and we he literally turns to Rebecca and he goes, Did you see the wood I created for your dad? <laughs> That's so fucking good. Yeah. All right. Speaking of the barn dance, can are you are you gonna let me do the crawl line dance? Go for it. Go for it. <laughs> are, are, are you are you are you sure? Can I do this? Can I rip into it? We can it. you can cut me off if it gets to be too much. Okay. All right. So just for the set it up for the listeners, they're in this barn dance and they're doing a line dance and it's getting called by this they're guy dan- and he's dancing to boot scoot and boogie, dude. Dancing to boot scoot and boogie. <laughs> um, and and the guy goes and takes a break and so crawl decides hey let me jump up here and start uh djing this is where i thought i was going he doesn't even take a break he's he got off the stage to grab a drink and come right back on and paul Paul like saw the two seconds of him being off and was like here's my opportunity yeah (laughs) this is this is my inspiration for starting a podcast this moment in time when i was eight-year-old heath was like damn i need to be on the mic after seeing this so as Polly shore grabs the mic as crawl grabs the mic he says now grab a nug whose cones are busty weezer gig and make her crusty what's what's we is that like a dance a weezer gig i'm assuming right like um, a dance well, move if you're wheezing her gig and making her crusty i don't, Wait, I don't is know it, is, oh it's wheeze her gig yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like Weezer gig. No, wheeze her gig and make it crusty. Okay, that makes more sense then. Very gotcha. inappropriate. Gotcha. <laughs> All right. Now now grab your dude and don't use roughness. Move in close and groove his buffness. Buff the wood. Buff the wood. Buff the wood. <laughs> that is the best, best moment in Watching the whole them- show. Watching those old ladies buff wood was not what I, I was. I was not ready was, for it. That was classic. And then they started just grooving a little bit. And so the guy's trying to take the mic back, trying to take the mic back. And he's like, no, they love it. They love it. Let me hit it. And so he says, if your gal is finger licking, come on now and do the funky chicken. And then he gets some crowd interaction with some bok, 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 bok. <laughs> but he's like doing like a bark, bark. You know, uh, man, more good stuff. <laughs> and then to to close it out, he says, now spin together. If your nuggets willing, shake your booty, then start chilling, say chill. And then the crowd, that's more crowd interaction. And then he jumps into crowd surf. It's a beautiful moment. And then he turns to the original guy and he's like, hey, come on, cut loose. Go jump in there. And then no one catches the old dude when he tries. Yeah, to what a surf. fucking what a <laughs> Way to real, fucking leave him hanging, man. Real pieces of work. <laughs> oh, man. But thank you for letting me do that because that is definitely one of the best moments. Move in close and groove his buffness. Buff yeah. the wood. Dude, buff that wood, dude. Buff that wood and chow that box. Yeah. Oh, just grab your dude and don't use roughness. <laughs> Oh, like the first line of it too. I know we broke it down already, but it's just now grab a nug whose cones are busty, wheeze her gig and make her crusty. (laughs) How is that in a movie? (laughs) How did 
did I see this as a small child? Yeah, dude. 93, man. I didn't understand any of it. That's That's not even the worst. That's not even the most egregious part of the movie. Oh, no. That's like small, (laughs) small potatoes. But, oh, man, that was just... That's another really, really great moment. Yeah. And yeah, not even the worst one. Because after this, after when when he we we get the bachelor party. Yeah, the bachelor and they, party. And they fucking slip them date rape drugs. Oh my gosh. I was gonna say, like, yeah. wow, they just really just just went for it. Just went for it, just right out there. Like, yeah, uh, yeah and like uh, I don't know. That just I have yeah, we won't talk about that, but that bachelor party was some kicking off with karaoke, just <laughs> chugging beers. And they had uh, Theo called him City. He's like, eh, one thing I like about you, City, you sure can't drink a beer. And he's like, and and Polly Shore tries to tell him, like, no, you need to get a bong for it. And he's like, yeah. Do you like that? And he's like, no, you need to get a beer bong. He's <laughs> been in college for six years. Of course he can drink. <laughs> Oh, that, no. that was a, that was another great line when she Rebecca asked him how long he's been there, and he's like, "I've been here for six years. I've majored in almost everything." Yeah, <laughs> and so, did you hear some of the like that was a fun like wrinkle to it? Some of the really crazy shit he majored in. Oh, yeah, was for like it, a semester. It's it like Taekwondo was one of them or something yeah. like that. Yeah, what else was it? It was uh, crap. Yeah, there's like, quite a few. There, that he I can't remember there, yeah. them off the top of my head, but yeah. Um, but then Kelly Kapowski comes in as a stripper for the bachelor party. And was she supposed to be a stripper? Yeah. Okay. Because it she was supposed to be a stripper, but it got shut down early because they slipped crawl the date rape drug and they he, slipped crawl and Kelly Kapowski the date rape. Well, drug. they did crawl first and then he passed out. Yeah, and yeah. then after she got done dancing, they were like, no, chug the beer, chug the beer. And then they they threw them both in the barn together. And mm-hmm. the next morning at Thanksgiving dinner, Theo says he heard a lot of huffing and puffing coming from the barn. Yep, yep, yep. And that's where Rebecca walks in and sees there, there they are, you know, and they're and they're undies canoodling canoodle what they think is canoodling. But we've <laughs> wait, hold on. Did you like this when she kicks crawl out of the house? No one gives him a ride. He is hitchhiking. Yeah, he's with on a his own, bro. Cardboard sign. I'm not, why would anybody give him a ride? Oh my gosh! I just thought I was like, "Geez, at least give the poor guy a ride into town." He just he cheated on your daughter. You're gonna give him a ride into town? Someone make Theo give him a ride into town on Thanksgiving. You're just gonna make him fucking hitchhike on his way home to yeah. that's that's absurd. But but anyways, he, Tiffany Amber Thiessen. He, he cheated on your daughter in your barn. He's. Uh, I mean, I get it, but like, I don't know. It's it's fine, but. Long story short, <laughs> Tiffany Amber Thiessen just realizes, oh, my gosh, my seat is way back. I obviously didn't drive this car last night. Finds yeah. the drugs that they drugged them with. And so she picks up Crawl and they come rushing back to Thanksgiving because this is a Thanksgiving movie, Brandon. Do we need to talk about where he they tried to make him catch the turkey and it died and then they pulled the feathers in the turkey ran away <laughs> no that, that's something just, about, right? yeah. yeah okay that pretty much sums that up so end of the movie we can kind of wrap this up because it's it's two of my favorite lines are at this end of the movie 
And um, fucking Travis tries to propose again. Yeah. <laughs> right after she breaks up with, because he cheated on her the next day, he tries to propose again. What a fucking clown. That guy no time was. to lose, bro. No I guess. Um, but then at the end of the Thanksgiving, they come and it's the big reveal. So they mm-hmm. kick mm-hmm. Travis out. They kick Theo out. Theo gets fired. So they're all out of there. Um, and then Lane Smith finally gets his name right. He says crawl. But before yep. that, they all get kicked out. We have my favorite line where Walter Warner Sr. says, Travis, it really tweaks my melon to see a, a buff bro like crawl here get wheezed on by a greasy scumbag like you. So just chill. So that brings up a great line, but that brings up more questions about the song. So the song goes, wheeze her gig. And then Walter Warner Sr., his line is, I hate to see a buff bro like Crawl get wheezed on by you. So So what what does... like what a squeeze, squeeze like like he's squeezing them, you know, and then and when you're wheezing a girl, maybe you're hugging her close. You're you're squeezing her gig. What's her gig? Is that, is that the G spot? <laughs> I I think that was left to be assumed, Brandon. <laughs> Good God! All right, we can start wrapping this bad I'm boy. I'm just trying up, to. So. I'm trying to decipher. The 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 hidden meanings That's, here. Listen, you know? as soon as you start deciphering these insane hidden meanings, you're just you're setting yourself up for nothing but trouble. Hold on, did you see the tagline too for this movie? It's just he's a relative nightmare. Yeah, that's pretty solid. Though. <laughs> that's a great tagline. So, and then it all ends, and our boy Lane Smith closes us out with a gem, and he says. Now it's time to munch on some grindage. (laughs) Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. A quick message from our friends at Broken Forest Collective. Built on a passion for small batch and handcrafted products, Broken Forest provides high quality casual wear and lifestyle goods that are American made and built to outlast the fast fashion trends. They also plant a tree in Boulder, Colorado for every product sold. Visit brokenforestco.com and use the code CAKEEATERS15 for 15% off your order. Polish or crawl, dude. Crawl, he comes in, right? He's like, he's just looking for a place to go on Thanksgiving. Right. Looking for some family bond that he's never had. He grew Mm -hmm. like his background makes sense, right? Like he grew, he was raised by the casino. Loner in a casino, whatever. But so he comes to to middle America, small town South Dakota, to experience some good old family fun, right? And he gets here and he what does he find, Heath? A dysfunctional family, right? Yeah. And you know what he says? He goes, Crawl, you know what we need to do? We need to knit this family back together. And that's what he does. Mm -hmm. That's what he does. Him and crawl together. 
Well, he Save. is cr- he is crawl. Well, whatever, it's fine. <laughs> P- Polly Shore and crawl together. <laughs> they, they work together. He's he's yeah, a he hero. Mit, he gets his family back to there. He he uh he gives uh, Cindy Pickett Connie. He gives the mom her newfound confidence, yeah. which uh you know he, helps which, which helps the the sexual healing between her and Walter. He re- and then rejuvenated he, a dying relationship exactly. And then he came in and he he. He was able to bridge the gap between Zach and Walter, yeah. you know, because he's like Zach's he's like, a little less creepy too, a little less creepy. And then, uh, and then he's able to give Rebecca, you know, the 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 solid footing to where she can finally say goodbye to Travis. You know? Yeah, and get rid of that fucking dead weight townie. Yep. And then he exposes Theo as the prick that he he always has been. You know. Yep. Yep. Real piece of work. If he would have been nice and helped him, maybe, uh, you know. Crawl would have picked up the farm in a little bit sooner when it caused mm-hmm, all that damage. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Running, running the tractor through the fence. Exactly. Knitting yeah. families so. back together. What what a hero. What a what a fantastic Thanksgiving moral. You know. Polly Polly Shore in a real coming of age heroic story, son-in-law. Mm-hmm. About family bonds. Yeah. This movie, yeah, yeah. This is a movie about family, about yeah. honor. So about, you're walking back on your healing. <laughs> I don't know where I'm going. I'm not. Yikes. No, it's, it's still I'm not walking. back. It's it's, it's not a good movie, guys. It's still so not a good you're movie. you're walking back <laughs> on your previous statements and you're saying that not only is this a good movie, but it's a good family friendly movie. It's not family friendly. He talks about wheezing in her G spot. Keith, multiple <laughs> times. Listen, Brandon, it really tweaks my melon to see a buff bro like crawl here get wheezed on by a greasy scumbag like you. So why don't you just chill? Just chill, chill puffy cheeks, chill. Ugh. It's I, I'm not walking back though. It's not it's not a good movie. It has a few uh, uh, funny spots, but it is it is not. I would not recommend. <laughs> All right. Well, I. All right. So since we're at recommendations, let's talk rating. Rating. Wrap it up. Here we are. The end of Mm son-in-law out of five cakes. What are you, what are you sticking son-in-law with out of five cakes, Brandon? Out of five cakes, five delicious moist cakes. I'm going to go with probably... I'm gonna hit it with a with a two point two. Two point two. Two point two. Wow, that is preposterous. Just slightly less than fifty percent. That know? is a that's a shit rating. <laughs> it's not. A, it's, it's not a good movie. <laughs> oh, it's a, it is. I loved every second of watching this. <laughs> Like every second that I, I was watching this the, movie for this podcast was a great second in my the life. The only reason I enjoyed this movie a little bit was because of the the ridiculous people that are in this movie. <laughs> and the stuff that they said is fucking absurd and awesome. Yeah. If if you replace Patrick Morena with anybody else, this doesn't work. If you replace Carla Gugino with anybody else, doesn't work. Uh, it's just you, you know, know they it was perfect it was perfect so you said perfectly cast very well done the I will, only i will say per other than yeah I, yeah yeah i'll say perfectly cast i'll say perfectly cast literally but that's the, it that's the only, only saving grace only downfall of this movie is that they thanksgiving south dakota 
just doesn't timeline doesn't add up. <laughs> okay. See, that's, that's, the, the that's the only negative. It's the only nitpick. The only that's nitpick. The only nitpick that you can give this movie. <laughs> so I, after saying that, I give it four point one cakes out of five. You give it a four point one. Four point one. Serious? I love this movie, Brandon. Oh well, that, when four point one, that's I'm I'm that's heading ins- back. That's insane. Four point. That is one. insane. It's, technically, it's low if you're looking at Amazon star ratings. I don't know if you want to go off of that though. I don't know. I saw nothing but endless five star reviews, and then one grumpy old dude pissed off that he had to buy it for his kid, and now he's got his fucking kid saying, you know, Polly Shore wheezing in the gig, <laughs> munching on some grindage. Oh, oh. dude, I, I'm telling you, I'm going back to Nebraska in April for a visit, and Heidi and I are going to watch this. We're going to have some some brother sister movie night and just, you know, just hang yeah. out, maybe play some pool in the basement with big Mike and throw son-in-law. I was curious about uh, the, the reviews. Cause you mentioned Amazon. Um, it had what, what did it, what did I say? It had on IMDb. It was like, it's like five out of 10, 5.9 out of 10. So I clicked on the user reviews there and there's one, one of the 10, the 10 star ones caught my eye. The title of the review is Oh Polly. And then the review says Polly Shaw would have to be one of the most underrated actor in the world. Nice. But he said Polly Shaw. He doesn't even get the guy's name right. Polly Shaw. Seems legit. And isn't Polly spelled uh he spells Polly P A U L I E, isn't it? Just P A U L I E. No, it's just Y. Yep. So he spelled just both both his first and his last name wrong. So great, Um, great review there, bud. Yeah, exactly. 10 star review from this guy too. So anyways, (laughs) 4.1 cakes out of five. You heard it here first. Go do yourselves a favor. If you don't want to buy it for $17, go rent it. Dude, this movie from beginning to end had no. So you. Let, no okay. negatives. Let me read back because I got them right here. Let me read back some of your reviews or some of your, your ratings here. So you're giving son-in-law 4.1. 4.1. Right? Easy. Do you, do you remember what you gave Breakfast Club? No. <laughs> A 3.95. So oh, you're nice. Saying, that's, that's, that's about right. That's about right. You're saying son-in-law is better than, than Wait, Breakfast Wait, hold on. Club. Didn't we just talk about how I have trash movie opinions yes. because I love terrible <laughs> movies and hate really good movies? Like, you know, just like this is the same thing with Ferris Bueller's Day Off, right? Like, it just some really, really good movies I'm not a big fan of, some really, really bad movies I love. Yeah. We remember how much you loved buddy games too. Yeah. No, do not talk. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that this weekend too, about like, like literally, I was like, man, at least I like the movie that we're watching for this one. It's not some fucking dog shit sandwich of a movie like buddy games. It's not that far off. No way. This this movie is so much better than Buddy Games. Although I will say it's just so rift with nostalgia for yeah. me that like that's, it just that's it's completely blinding you. It's blinding yeah, it's, you. it's probably a one and a half cake rating boost for me because it just reminds <laughs> me of my childhood so much and i just remember this movie so fondly and watching it all the it was on all the time you know it's like i just like drop dead fred i love drop dead fred it's an amazing movie 
but it's not that good. But I will that's tell a bet, yeah, oh, that's it's, a batch of crazy movie. It's um, so funny. I enjoy I enjoyed Drop, Drop Dead Friend though. Snot face. Cobwebs. She's four, got cobwebs. 4.1 though, dude. That's yeah. don't, listen, we don't need to talk about it anymore. It was a great movie. I encourage everyone to go watch it. It's just right out of middle America. It's every Midwestern mother's nightmare that their daughter brings home a crawl. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please remember to follow and like us on Instagram at the Cake Eaters Pod, on Twitter at the Cake Eaters. Also, reach out to us via email, thecakeeaterspod at gmail.com, or visit our website, thecakeeaterspod.com.